2: J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Controversial
1: subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about seasonal affective disorder. Sad, really. We're gonna start with some what did we learn this week's about your lungs and breathing as well as fatherhood. And then getting into what seasonal affective disorder is. How can you mitigate it? What is it doing to your bodies, and who has it the worst? Oh, what did we learn this week? Whoo! Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Tis dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this time of year. So I honestly, to cope with seasonal defective disorder, this isn't explaining how. This is just what I do. I like it's like, okay, I can have a bath finally. Like is
0: this to do with your wedding you this week. because yeah, it's oh, no okay. breathing. Uh, like
1: I love having baths and then I've talked about this so much. I breathe in and I picture all the oxygen like filling my lungs, going through my alveoli, going into my bloodstream, and I leave my chest like so full of it that it kind of is like floating. Mm-hmm. And I do it until it's like painful, until I think uh, like this I is what pain. dying would feel like. Like, uh, I there's so much carbon dioxide building up in my lungs, it's so painful. Then I breathe it out, and it's so good. Then I squeeze my lungs so tight that all the carbon dioxide is now gone and now my body is like starving and being like, I need oxygen oxygen." until it's so painful. Then I (gasps) breathe it in. You're sick. So I slow my like breaths down to like one. To torture yourself. Well, I find it so relaxing because you can't, and I focus on the molecules of oxygen and CO2 and how they go in and out of my alveoli and then it's meditating because it's like, I don't think about (laughs) anything but that. Anyways, so did you know that if you live to 80, you take a billion breaths? A billion. Yeah, like roughly. Okay.
0: Which I thought was kind of... That they, seems... How many breaths do you get? How many seconds is a breath? Because isn't a billion seconds It's so funny because when you start thinking about
1: breathing, now you're thinking about breathing. It's like you actually probably breathe a little faster than what you just did. I think I breathe slower than that. You often comment
0: on how slow I breathe. I do. Sometimes when we're in bed, you're like, why are you breathing so slow?
1: And you're like... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> like probably when I'm stressed <laughs> out and mad that you're asleep. Um, but they also say it's enough to fill around or a bit over 50 Goodyear blimps if, for whatever reason, that helps <laughs> you. If you happen to be near a Goodyear that's blimp, that's the amount of an individual's breath. Yes, that's a billion breaths. If is you live in to 80. Out one is in and out one. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's living to 80. So it's like you can croak before uh-huh. or after. True. And then, like, unlike the Famously, heart, you can die before or after eight. Yeah, yeah, just in case you didn't know that. Unlike the heart, which has pacemaker muscles built into them, the lungs get all their information from the brain, and like that. sighing, um, is so interesting. I was just because it's like, <sighs> like that. Yeah, well, <sighs> it's saying that like it as humans, it expresses sadness, relief, resignation, yearning, and exhaustion. It's like that's so weird. Those are such different. Well, things. you know
0: what, Ernie does it all the time, and I think it's when he's like comfortable
1: and calm. So many mammals like, sigh, and thing this that this is like a breath more than like a verbalization. Yeah, he goes like, oh. but it is funny. You're like, you can't you can't help but be like you're annoyed. <laughs> yeah. But but there but there are other things, right? Like resignation or yeah. relief. Like it is yeah. cute because I think I sometimes I'm like he's annoyed, but the sigh is such a oh that's true. Symbol. And
0: sometimes when I sigh, you ask me what's wrong, and I'm like, no, it just felt good. I yeah. just feel like oh
1: huh. yeah well you okay <laughs> not I, that one i was like <laughs> weird. I was <laughs> literally to, what do i do I, i'm like yeah what's wrong because that's whimpering yeah but sometimes i do that and it just feels good no weird. yeah sorry that one was funny <laughs> yeah. i do that one all the time yeah that's a nice and, one but no you'll be like what's wrong and i go nothing yeah no i know i'm just <laughs> like why are you asking okay yeah that's why sighing is cool <laughs> but they found that respirators like like respiratory therapists when they had people on ventilators, mm-hmm. they actually um program them to sigh because it's better for your alveoli it kind of wakes up different parts of your lungs mm. that haven't been hit and so anyways it's just like that's cool they're trying to figure out like why like, like what about it like, yeah, yeah. Cool. <sighs> maybe you are like pushing more co2 out.
0: it feels so good i love it i love sighing that's what i learned sigh. Um, I learned something that was about fatherhood and it is that interest in fatherhood is steadily
1: declining. Wait. Fatherhood Now,
0: Yeah. Like the study talked about how Hmm. most things to do with parentage, most studies are in this case about women. Like often, you know, men get the bulk of things and straight couples get the bulk of things. In this case, they were actually like, we should look at men because we don't really think about a lot when when it comes to like childbearing and stuff. Um, So currently over one third of men in the U.S. don't have children which is a lot of people um, America's birth rate is now also below replacement level which means like without immigration and stuff their population would
1: shrink so which is the, the case in a lot of I know this is why it's like, immigration. like all you anti-immigration yeah. people are anti-immigration it's like you're dumb yeah. okay continue <laughs> Um, so
0: the study focused on young men, like I think high school into university age and like how they're perceiving the future because they're trying to understand like, are these young men going to want kids or what, what's their perspectives on it? Hmm. Uh, it showed that over the past two decades, the interest in having children among childless men has decreased. The number of men reporting that they do not want children at all doubled during those two How years. old are the people they're
1: serving? Like, it's
0: starting in high school, but it's over two decades. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? So, they're trying to, like, just... It's an overall gauge. So, in the last 20 years, the amount of men who don't want kids doubled. Um, Men reported they wouldn't be bothered. More men than ever reported that they wouldn't be bothered if they never had kids. That doubled as Hmm. well. And the percentage of people who were confident they did not want children, while that remained steady, it was the percentage of people reporting they were very likely to want kids decreased. Gotcha. That's where the biggest change happened.
1: Well, okay, over two decades, starting in high school, that gets you to, like, late 20s. Yeah, I... And it's
0: kind of like... No, I don't... I oh. It's not about, like, then following them. I think it's just, like, cultural trends of, like, what yeah. do young people want? Do they want kids? Oh, I see. The more people are growing up now, like... Like twenty years ago, a high school kid was more likely to say they very likely wanted kids.
1: Yeah. Sorry. My thought on this is that culturally we have kids later now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It doesn't feel personally like I've thought about wanting kids until I turned like thirty-two or thirty-three. Yeah. Like, it, I, I although I do think on a on a survey of high school, I'd say I would want kids. Like, so right. it is interesting cause It's like I, Cause I'm just like saying, when you're culturally impressed. with yeah. What impressed meaning like upon you what you should Which do? I just think it's interesting because it's like obviously in the past people might in the high school be like i want kids because i gotta have my 23 baby because like that's (laughs) you know like i'm gonna get my job at the factory and have a kid like i just feel like it's interesting i'm curious what happens if people are still wanting kids but it only hits them later oh this is but this is what it's
0: addressing like people who like the stats I gave you, Greg, were not about saying I want them later. It was people saying the amount of people who never want kids. No, no, sorry. I'm
1: saying you start to age, you become 30 and you go, oh my God. Now ow, I'm them. actually. Fair saying i want kids which i think kind of yeah okay is what i'm seeing happen to people in their early 30s yeah. sort of okay. for the first time and saying my whole life i never wanted kids and all of a sudden i did. yeah but i
0: mean obviously the, it's like cost of living cost of childcare yeah, 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 sure. um people are less physically close often to families and things like that like you have opportunities around the world like the situations and circumstances of a lot of people and and money being the biggest one has changed
1: i think yeah like i wonder and like being gay is Interesting because, in that, there's obviously a bunch. Of, there would have probably been a bunch of gay men mm-hmm. being gay and kids is so interesting because it takes so much work. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't well,
0: kids like... take so much work for everyone. No, but I'm saying like you like can't
1: bang a vag, like work <laughs> to get one. Okay, like I mean, you could bang a vag. Yeah, like I would love to have bang a vag if someone's oh willing, I want to have a baby, <laughs> but I'm just like it, um, it is really interesting <laughs> to think about men and gay men being in those studies and how it would sway. Away from women, it's so much easier if you're a lesbian to get like a sperm donor.
0: Is it so much easier?
1: Well, you have a like Like you can at least host the baby. Yeah,
0: the ask is lower, I guess. Yeah, sorry, it's easier a sperm donor than a than a like a what do you call what? What? Why can't I think of the term right now when someone like has your baby for you? surrogate, surrogate thank
1: yeah you. sorry like exactly that's Surrogates way are harder. Be a way adoption can be really sperm. challenging yeah. yeah that's that's all I'm just like curious about the gay input yeah. of that survey but yeah oh my god kids we don't got them hence we have a podcast like are you kidding this shit's ending when we have kids is that gonna be soon like but when like, honestly when side note ends is when, when we, we have, have a kid, kid. Think? I think so
0: or are we just gonna be on here every week like uh, I'm
1: I think I just honestly be like I don't have time <laughs> have
0: time I know that's what's really no I feel me. bad like I'm to scared. all the listeners
1: like that's really cute like we might end when we have kids cause it's just like we have a kid <laughs> and like i don't know i want to have a paternity leave that's seven years yeah me too
0: gosh <laughs> yeah
1: like hopefully we, by then there's just like universal basic
0: income and we can all just like have our kids and just have a nice time. yeah yet. we're not having <laughs> a kid in 20
1: 2256 when that's gonna happen you never know hopefully by then podcasting is obsolete. <laughs> no that's not okay okay probably will be. we love you all we just <laughs> like, <laughs> take a break thanks to audible for sponsoring this episode audible.ca is the home of storytelling and we love to read here at side note but we are so busy that audible helps us listen on the go like when we're walking when we're running not when we're biking that'd be unsafe the great thing about audible is that they offer a huge variety of best-selling audiobooks podcasts and exclusive originals so we are never bored with the options on audible I personally just finished B-I-T-C-H on the Female of the Species by Lucy Cook on Audible. It was great. I actually sometimes like to read the book and simultaneously use the Audible audiobook as well. So I'll be like reading a chapter, then I'll know what chapter's done. Then I'll go on my run, listen to the chapter after that. That way I can get through books quicker. I also just finished Elutheria by Allegra Hyde on Audible, fully on Audible. It was beautifully read. A really interesting sci-fi book. Highly recommend it to all. Audible is the destination for all your favorite Canadian voices and you know we love to support the other Canadians. Join and listen for free for 30 days just visit audible.ca. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like something is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from reaching your goals? For example, I'm addicted to my phone. I'm always on my freaking phone and through therapy I started to learn that it's a self soothing exercise and if I can just think of it as that, I can start to understand why I'm doing it and figure out ways to curve my phone addiction. Here at Sidenote, you know we're obsessed with therapy, so we are obsessed with BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. The counseling is done securely online and is available worldwide with a broad range of expertise available. Not only can you schedule weekly phone or video sessions, you know, you don't have to sit in the waiting room, you don't have to travel, commute, things like that. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses. BetterHelp lets you change counselors at any time, which is really important. Sometimes you have to really figure out who your therapeutic match is going to be, and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling with financial aid available. Just head to betterhelp.com sidenote to get 10% off your first month and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash sidenote for 10% off your first month.
2: Ready to pop the question?
0: Study time. study time.
1: Study time. Study time. I'm sad. <laughs> every year. What's I have to re- What? I'm sad. Or what is it? No. Are you <laughs> thinking I'm shy? Kristen oh, White? that is yeah. what I'm thinking.
2: I'm, I'm shy.
1: shy. <laughs> um, every year I have to remind myself it's that seasonal affective disorder is real. Yeah, it well, is, folks. End of app. But it is. Actually,
0: I have some contrary information. No. <laughs> yeah. What? I did numerous of research. <laughs> It no, affects
1: melatonin and serotonin.
0: Okay, so I'll I'll spit out <laughs> one little fact right now. So it is a for years it was controversial in okay. like the medical professional world. Um, it it is now recognized as a common disorder, and I also do think we're gonna have to put a caveat for this episode that, um, in this sense that I'm talking about, this is like a clinical diagnosis right like you have seasonal affective disorder which is like being depressed or anxious at a much higher level, that would be worth diagnosing versus just like, I feel a little gloomier in the winter, you know? Of course, there's a a scale, there's a
1: range. What are you trying to say?
0: I'm trying to say, like, we're we're also going to maybe talk about our own personal experiences with this, and I'm not saying that it would sometimes get dark, but I also think we need to know that when doctors are diagnosing this, it's like to someone who's actually depressed
1: in in a certain season. Okay, so let's get into the, the, it's like, what I didn't realize is that you have to notice it happened two years in a row. <laughs> what did like oh, when you go, as a part like, of the by a definition, yeah. it's like Yeah, because it could have just been coincidence that you had it in one season. Yeah. So it commonly occurs in younger adults and women. Symptoms are common in the winter and fall, ranging from mild to like moderate to severe. And they do say that you have to have feelings of inattentiveness, hopelessness, depression, social withdrawal, and fatigue for at least two years in a row. Based in that happening in fall and winter only. And then spring comes and it heals. So it's like, that's interesting because you're, I, the reason I'm saying that is like, you can't just go, Oh, I'm sad one day in December. Seasonal affective like right? I, like I think it's If it's we your first time having that, is that it's like you should be monitoring? Well,
0: tests. I'm also trying to say, like, oh. as I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying also, like, sometimes it's easy for people to be like, I have seasonal affective disorder. When it's like, no, you don't. You're just like, it is harder for everyone to oh, wake up true. a little. Bit. Like, like depression. Diagnosed depression gotcha, is like when you can't gotcha. get out of bed. And oh yeah, and no.
1: It's like I don't think I've actually ever had. Seasonal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm going. Of course. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. When (laughs) when When it's dark at like 4 p.m. and then also dark until like 10 a.m. It's Uh, like that is sad and we get it like kind of bummed and feel different but I don't yeah. know that we get like No, I think depressed. that I
1: have had seasonal affective disorder so much so that I actually have learned so many tips and tricks to tell that I'll tell you at the end of the pod. Okay. That keep me very happy in winter. But I do them because I know that if I don't, you'll feel I can remember when I was younger, I was like, holy shit. Fair, and that's why I'm saying <laughs> there's obviously a scale,
0: right? Like yeah, you, you yeah. don't have to be wholly depressed to be impacted by seasonal changes. And like
1: in the winter, I'm like, Greg, you have to do this crazy shit that feels not that good in the moment because if you don't, you will be sad. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, that's how I approach my fall and winter. Okay. Um, so, the one caveat
0: I was going to say, as I said, it was skeptical. Like, doctors are skeptical. They do accept it in like official diagnosis now. But in 2016, an analysis by Trump was a Sorry. By, sorry. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is why the Center of Disease Control did an analysis and found no links between depression and seasonality or sunlight exposure so like the rates were not oh. linking strongly enough to see it as like a, a whole thing but then I obviously have yeah. like also other stats of yeah like a lot of studies have found it so that that is
1: just one perspective and that. it's like I also find summer really depressing because that's when everyone's having fun and when you're not having fun you're okay. like oh my god there is
0: such a thing as spring and summer yeah. seasonal affective disorder
1: sometimes I like maybe think I'm happier in winter because when I'm at like cross-country skiing and jumping in the lake and doing my things I'm like well I'm happier yeah, than ever. <laughs> Whereas in the summer, the, I'm like, the I symptoms of summer seasonal affective disorder FOMA. are usually different, but it's insomnia, decreased appetite, weight loss, agitation and anxiety. Yeah, it's so much more the buzzy ones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I drink so much more in the summer. Yeah. I, um, you literally want literally so doing much stuff more because
0: we live in such a place no but you know? I'm so much, I mean,
1: it's great it's so great what is great the the summer? Summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah like i'm just like wait like but then it's like when the sun's setting at 9 30 i can't help but just be like do you Happy. want to uh, like literally rage <laughs> like this is so fun okay yeah so where do we go from here so well i'm like a lot of what i was reading was like the physiology and i'm like it seems real like so
0: what happens right yeah That's well okay
1: so melatonin which is like a hormone that is controlled by lightness and darkness physically. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. I guess we just start with where it happens and it seemingly happens the most in places where the sun, the shift in sunlight is like drastic. So Northern parts of the United States, Canada, it's studied a lot in Sweden. Right. Like these are places where like you literally do have days where you very easily it's like don't dark, see dark almost sun. all day,
0: especially if you work in like an office and you go to work in the dark and leave work in the yeah, dark. Yeah, and
1: then there, so like vitamin D is a direct, there's a direct correlation between vitamin D, which is like synthesized using the energy from sunlight and cholesterol in your body to make serotonin. So it obviously makes sense. You're quote unquote making less serotonin. So there's like mm. a direct physiological link that yeah. makes sense there. Sure. Mm. Also melatonin is used for regulating sleep and when you're not seeing the sun it increases and it makes you more fatigued it makes you mm-hmm. more tired and you can see why that can lead to isolation mm-hmm. and these things that people are always more sad when they're isolated like yeah, it's
0: just like that's obvious. yeah even outside of the like physiology when it's dark and cold outside it's just like socially you're more likely to be at home um, alone.
1: Totally. And then even if you think about and you don't like want to colds. go outside and
0: walk over to somewhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a bigger effort to even drive somewhere in the snow.
1: Yeah. And like I was just thinking about like COVID and colds, like you get more sick, mm-hmm. like viruses spread more easily because more people are in contained spaces. Like when you hang out with people, you're actually having to be really close and contained. Whereas in the summer, it's like, get out of the park. Mm. <laughs> and that actually, regardless of COVID would have, what does have impacts. They were saying like, you get sick more, like you're just yep. at home isolated again for a different reason.
0: And even like, you know, when we were in university and we learned about vitamin D, I was just like, this is the coolest, most important vitamin ever. And truly when you're locked inside and you don't yeah. get a lot of sunlight, the impact of like vitamin D on your body changes. Yeah. It, it,
1: that's mainly when you, research this, that's it. That's oh, the physiology okay. of it. It's, it's like vitamin the D the biggest because yeah. that's the only way they can actually address it from a biochemical standpoint. And it really makes a lot of sense. Like it's really not even that deep. But right. then obviously you're right. You can't just say you have it if you're having a bad day in the winter. But they are saying it's important to monitor yourself. And if you find two years in a row, you're consistently like, I'm sad. Mm -hmm. From December till February, you can talk to your doctor about it because they can um, literally prescribe you things. There's really cool things in Sweden where they literally prescribe you like, Going like <laughs> to the parks, <laughs> like like a doctor I would love be like that that's a prescription. Well, you know you're what you're gonna I mean?
0: write this down and you're gonna take it to who? Would,
1: no, but like some people need to, the, to hear things from their doctor. Oh, of course, not from yeah. their to be like this actually will yes. help you. Yeah, like you like are medically. being asked this to is a do treatment. this. Yeah. Like if your if your job knows this, you say like I'm going right. for a walk at because it's like because important I, I, yeah, for me and like yeah. my doctor said so. Sometimes people like you just that's need true. That. no no
0: that's totally fair. I wasn't trying to downplay that i was just like it's funny to have it as a prescription to be like here i'm gonna write it on paper go for a walk yeah
1: yeah but i mean there's so many reasons why we know that would be oh yeah
0: walks are magic
1: and then also they think it's so two studies in sweden found it was more common in women and their theory was that women are less active in the winter than men this oh. is like, it wasn't a very, I didn't like Okay, but studies. that's like. But it a, was like, that was what they came to the conclusion of. They asked them a series of like surveys, l- survey okay. questions. That's where okay. they got to the bottom of. It. They were like starting to realize that men are either like playing more sports like or winter doing sports. more winter group activities mm, than that's women. interesting. At, in these studies. Yeah, that's fair. That's not true necessarily. Y- okay, right?
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, like winter sport, like hockey, is so traditionally masculine. Like, obviously, there's lots of girls that and women that play hockey. But
1: but when I think about, like, Sweden, I don't think of hockey. I you're right. I like, skiing. Skating, or... skiing, cross-country skiing. Yeah. I, I guess I
0: just meant, like, sport in general has yeah, sometimes yeah. been gate-kept. Ke- gate gate-kept ke- 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 right for
1: men. You're right. For they men. get to go, that oh, may... Tuesday, it's my hockey night. And, yeah. like, everything, every, no matter what that happens, whereas mm. maybe women, I don't know. So maybe culturally That's it's, like, ingrained. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we don't know. That's heterosexual. But don't you,
1: like, <laughs> I feel... As gay, I don't know. Like, um... Ever since getting into cross country skiing, I've been so much happier in winter. Like it's completely changed my life.
0: <laughs> Definitely, it is really beautiful and nice to have an activity that you enjoy to look forward that can to. Only be done, yeah. That yeah. You, yeah, exactly. Because like, you can run in the summer, and maybe you can run in the winter if like the sidewalks are plowed or they, whatever. Or, no,
1: but you can also do the winter running with like the sh- special shoes, and stuff, right? Which yeah, might but, be but really what I cool. mean
0: it would be cool. But what I mean is, you can only ski in oh, the winter. Oh yes, yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. like this kind of Appreciation when you're doing it, like, oh, I only have so many months to be able to do this right now, yeah. versus like running. Of course, it's still you can only run in winter, in the winter, but you might be like, oh, but I run all year or whatever. It's not like special in any way.
1: And cross country skiing, what's so cool about it is that you, unlike <laughs> downhill skiing, you have to, like, I don't know, dr- like, A, we live in Toronto, like, they're in a hell for miles, hooks. kilometers we're not not downhill skiing yeah or you can go to like blue hill like they call it blue mountain it's a hill you know what i mean like there's not you can do that but the amount of effort the driving the all that stuff with cross-country skiing like i was doing it in high park Like you Mm. can do it, it once you've paid for the equipment which i think is overpriced but i mean it's like i guess it's expensive you then don't necessarily have to pay any mm-hmm. after that but then if you do if you're willing to go to cross-country ski places they're so much cheaper and i'm like there's actually nothing more beautiful like even in it's spring like nature, yeah it's like it's nature but the leaves are gone so mm-hmm. it's like you're seeing into the forest it's so beautiful it's, really nice. it's like its yeah. own type of like forest walking and forest yeah. walking that i actually sometimes i'm like is this Unique. the most beautiful especially
0: when it's just snowed and it's like that yeah. kind of snow that's all over the trees yeah uh
1: I know, right? Nice. It's like yeah. usually people think of winter, they think dead, cold, dark, but it's like actually cross-country skiing made me realize I think it's prettier than when it's spring, it's fall, or it's summer.
0: Yeah, it can be really striking. Yeah. You're right.
1: I think it's only
0: because, not only, but it can it can be so brutal in winter that that's what yeah. you think of. But yeah. the, like you wouldn't want to go skiing on a day that's like a winter storm. But the yeah, days totally. when it's still and it's like a bit sunny and it just snowed this kind of like, fluffy snow it's like gorgeous yeah feels really magical and
1: it's cool to be anticipating and excited for the snow because then you can go skiing like whereas a lot of the time you're like oh god it's snowing it's snowing i'm always looking like oh i want to snow i want to snow and i want to go to high park can i go to high park
0: um i just was going to talk about like the percentages in different countries of sad can i talk about that yeah so in america it ranges so a place like florida has 1.4 percent well yeah because it doesn't ever get that yeah and then alaska goes upwards of like 9.9 oh yeah okay we're going up to alaska yeah so you can in that sense you're like okay it makes sense that this is tracking with like who's getting less light in the summer yeah i'm sorry in the winter um three percent of the netherlands experiences it 20 percent of irish people experience that oh my god i forgot about
1: ireland because like every Mm. time there's an irish movie i'm like that's sad Like it's literally always sad. And just like cloudy. And it's yeah, like yeah. cloudy and they're like, oh my God, it's rough out here. Like yeah. there's like Catholicism's beating us down. And it's always like, oh uh, my God.
0: I think you're going to love this fact. So as you said, you were studying stuff in Sweden. It's very common in Nordic countries. Yeah. Except, Sweden? except... Iceland, oh. sad is like extremely low in Iceland in both men and women because Bjork is their leader. Because yeah, she put it Bjork. <laughs> it's um and Yonzi. Uh, so it was h- uh, hypothesized that it may be a genetic factor, mm-hmm. but a study of Canadians who were fully Icelandic, like yeah. had fully Icelandic. Oh yeah, there's background. so many like
1: in Manitoba. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so of Icelandic heritage showed also way lower levels of sad. Huh. Um, and then they started thinking. Actually, maybe it's attributed to large amounts of fish traditionally eaten by Icelandic people. Wow! Because of just like the vitamins and like oh, the fats oh and stuff that maybe actually help them. Like, but <laughs> isn't that weird? like all out of all of Scandinavia? It's like Iceland's like no, we're fine. Or they're Iceland. just raised to be like. When you hear Bjork talk about the winter and how yeah. harsh Iceland yeah, is, it's like, like
1: it harsh winter. But then I listen to the timbers of the sound and, and I make myself. he talks about Icelandic.
0: In her recent podcast, which is the most incredible thing I have ever listened to. It is. Ten episodes
1: chronicling. I would go ahead and say turn this off right now and (laughs) listen to Sonic (laughs) Symbolism by Bjork. Yeah. Sonic Symbolism. That's what it's called for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic Symbolism.
0: So she has a moment where she's like, in Iceland, our attachment to nature is it actually isn't romantic it's just so ingrained in us like hmm. which i was i thought was interesting because i do feel so like my cool. attachment to is, nature is, is, romantic. is romantic it's like it's beautiful it brings me all this she was just like no it's just part of who we are wow. like we are connected to nature and I was like that's so cool.
1: there is something about Icelandic people being the only white people who I'm like <laughs> you aren't cancelled like you know what I mean like I'm just like it's so funny because it's like no like if if some British person said that to me I'd be like mm, I'm gonna put your head in a goddamn bowl of water like but yeah. Icelandic people like every time I'm just like they know what's up I'm like of course they don't have seasonal back yeah. disorder because they're eating so much goddamn fish and like norway i'm like "Mm, you're all secretly so racist like it's it's like every (laughs) other one is like "Mm, you like are like Uh, creepy icelandic people have like i mean obviously right i bet icelandic people are like you're ignorant to me saying this but there's something about the lore of that very tiny country outside Mm -hmm. of it that it has such a big impact there's like Hundreds of thousands of people there. That's it, mm-hmm. and like yet they created like so Bjork. many musicians, not yeah, just like, Bjork, like a lot. Yeah, Yonzi, A Monsters and Men. <laughs> <laughs> aren't they from? There? That's when I'm like, maybe Icelandic people can be canceled. <laughs> Kidding. I'm not saying they're canceled, but it's like it ain't Bjork. <laughs> yeah, um, that's She's so, so rude. Like, what's wrong with me? Like, I'm sure of Monsters and Men. Yeah, they had some. But great aren't songs. they? They're very like and hey There we go. there, yes. there we go. Damn, mm, not quite that. But it's like you know <laughs> that man, sound. It's like hey. There we go. There's a little bit of high and a little bit of low. It's just like, it's interesting because I have glorified them through Yonzi and Bjork and I, it is important I remember of Monsters and Men exists. Like,
0: no but, shade. Yeah, I'm like, why are
1: you being so shady? I understand it's it's more because like... Because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> like, as okay. I'm like pretentious and like, I honestly was like, if you go in my head, I'm a dumbass. I'm like, if you go to Iceland, you're like putting your hands Everyone's on loss like, and being like, oh, and like... But it's like, no, there are people there who are like, hey, ho, here we go. And it's like, but like I mine.
0: love that that's your, like, <laughs> your line where you're like,
1: and that
0: <laughs> just is not magical at
1: all. Well, also, I I love ice and I've been there like three times. And one time I went there that was like violent fights at night. Oh, because, because people were drunk. People were drunk. And it was usually actually fights like against like American tourists. Like I watched it oh, happen. Fair. And I was kind of like, obviously, in my head, I'm like, well, what did that American do? But it was like, it was like, gl- like, like very, very drunk, drunk. On I all remember there yeah. like, cause you can bring alcohol from bar to bar as long as it's in plastic cups. Okay. And it was like Americans. I'm saying Americans cause I was told this by someone. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't yeah, like yeah, yeah. know. It could have been Canadian, <laughs> but they were bringing the alcohol and in glass uh, and then they I like got, got scolded. like scolded. And then they thought that the people were picking a fight. And I watched this crazy fight go down and I watched these isolated people like truly be so violent. Like mm. it was like, but, it was like also Americans fighting back, but I kind of had this moment of like, and it's broad daylight because it's, it's Iceland like and it's like until two like <laughs> but it's really bright. And I was like, okay, well, they're obviously not like there's no army here, but they ain't but they can fight. You know what I mean? Like it was sort <laughs> like of like the whole time rustic. I'd be like, yeah. they have no army, they've never done it, and there was like blood being spilled on like <laughs> oh the streets. And I was like, okay, like you just have to check yourself, like of monsters <sighs> and men is also from Iceland is my point
0: yeah and they probably don't get sad
1: <laughs> yeah they probably don't get sad and they're probably if they ever heard this would be like that literal faggot needs to shut up <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> they also well, uh, have good gay shit there too
0: I I'm like I feel like I need to go listen to them again I, I can't believe you have such <laughs> such feelings about it, Monsters of Men I feel like I've heard one or two of their songs
1: and that, and me too that's why I'm like We're actually like need that, to be sad <laughs> no I know I honestly like it's I of not have a podcast I probably <laughs> would love it <laughs>
0: Um. Anyway, that I thought that was really interesting, and that podcast by the arc sonic symbolism, you should go listen to. It. It's like even if you don't know her music, it's just it doesn't
1: matter. It's so it's like an inspiring
0: true artist sort of like discussion and <laughs> deep diving into their process that. It, through the years, it's just so fascinating. She's so interesting and smart and articulate. And, and it's also inspiring.
1: goes through like history because she's talking mm-hmm. about the time when the albums were released. So it's like recent history. Yeah,
0: like literally computers being invented. And yeah, she's iPads. being able to, for the first time ever, she can like make music on her own on her fourth album. Yeah. She doesn't have to like go to a studio and waste time if her voice is sore that day. Like it's just interesting to hear someone who's been in the industry so long talk about the changing not like climate
1: but like you know yeah like, well like, actually and she even talks about climate yeah. change and she, all and she cares about no
0: it's all she cares all, about
1: but no she cares about other things too but also <laughs> it's all <she> cares about. <laughs> even like the what i enjoyed because she is sort of like a decade and a bit older than us so the history kind of of like the party scene of the 90s mm, when yeah. we were in too young to be partying yeah. and the way that that music like changed yeah, people and like also the like hetero Patriarchy yeah, of true. that time that we grew up with. How there were people her age who were challenging it, but we just were, were too young yeah, to, to really like understand radicalness. It. Yeah. Like it
0: was so. Yeah, I feel like we have such a kind of crappy generation. Why like not? In a, really? Or I just mean we didn't like mean? have like a cool. Moment to be part of, really, or at least I wasn't. I always think about
1: in university, our moment was literally Pitbull and Black Eyed Peas being like, "Tonight (laughs) is the night. That's a good night." It's like it was like radical optimism, which is like kind of embarrassing in retrospect.
0: But yeah, hearing New York talk about like being part of these like scenes of like in Europe, it was like techno and stuff was coming, and like it was like club kids and like all those cool. But I
1: think that was happening.
0: Oh, but I feel like we were too young in those ages. When we were like in university, like there probably was other stuff, but I I just have never been
1: part of it. Well, that's interesting because I feel this is, is, you know what I mean? Welcome to side now. Um, We're going from seasonal vector to to culturally studying movements. I think that you and I have both had an abrasion. What is that the, the word f- abrasive? Abra- okay. We abrasive is the word. felt abrasive towards those things in the past, in the past. And like not, like even what? in the future, I need to clock my, like, like those, movements? like movement, like artistic mm. movements, like That's even collaborate, like, like, but
0: what would you say they were like? Cause I mean, what I'm trying to say is, um, she was talking about going to clubs were, in the 90s. I know, but yeah. what, That's not what the 2000s are known for.
1: Well, in there, like, when I... So I'm
0: wondering what were the movements that we, like, look back on now that stood out? Like, you know how there's, like, the hippie movements and there's, like, the punk movements. Yeah. I know these are a lot of, like, often related to music, but there's even, like, revolutionary movements and stuff that happen in all these different time time periods. I'm like, we grew up in a really stable time. It felt like in a part of the world that was, like, pretty affluent and, like, comfortable in a lot of ways that I just, like... I I obviously am sad in one way that I wasn't part of a movement. But even looking
1: back, I'm like, what were the movements? Like that's what I I could have been. I think that like when she was, we have side noted so hard, and I I hope you're (laughs) listening. Seasonal (laughs) affective disorder. Like you just sometimes have to be interested in things and chat about (laughs) them. But like I think when she was talking about the club like moment in. London at the time. She was talking about literally the physicality of music. She was talking about staying out late. She wasn't talking about like a manifesto. She was talking mm-hmm. about the way that music was being made versus America where it was like rock. It was like electronic music. And I think that when we were growing up, there was a shift in the sand, like even thinking about like MIA mm-hmm. and like there we were living through moments where like I'm using MIA as as example because I remember being like this music is so brilliant to to me like like, and it was like becoming more digitally focused it was talking about how we were starting to live through the social media age even when i think about like kanye west and like my like that my beautiful dark twisted fantasy like that music is so common now but when we heard it if you were like in la or or like even like a black person in hip-hop at the time that would have been the movement that you were a part of that you would have been like this has never been able to happen for us before. We were never able to speak mm-hmm. like this. Even the way he spoke openly about like, truly like black activism and things like that. Like that was move. Like those are, that was our generation. Yeah.
0: I think I've said this on the pod before. It's like our movement is like, we are part of the movement of people putting themselves online.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, in, in totally. One
0: way I, I kind of totally. cringe about, but if I think in 50 years, people will look back at me like that yeah. was a pretty significant time where there was like a, consciousness shift to like put yourself yeah. in the world and we
1: and and like, like being gay things. like it was like we were experiencing like radical joy for the first time like we weren't like i think in the 90s it could have also been like that she was probably talking about like queer club kids and mm. like that is but we still had that. Like I still yeah, felt like, like of I was able to express myself openly that's and I true. was if really look at excited at it. That, way, that it.
0: wouldn't have been possible like two yeah. decades before. And it might have
1: been that much harder in the, in the 90s way. that like yeah. when I was like tonight's gonna be a big good night. You're like I'm actually <laughs> like, just I, having fun uh, as yeah. a gay. Or even I just think of like Frank Ocean. I'm just like that was so like I oh, will never forget where I was lying in grass listening to a queer like yeah. black man speak to me in a way that I was like mm-hmm. I just feel like that felt like Maybe I'll be easier to look at to it
0: in the future. Like she's obviously looking back I and mean, yeah. just like, cause that to me
1: is like a moment. And like she's also Frank an artist. Ocean is a moment, yeah. not a movement, you know, but, but, he but might I be think if I, I was, him. if I was a musician, mm-hmm. right? Like her. Yeah. And like, I'd heard Frank Ocean and had access to him. Like she probably like, you know, that could have changed everything for them if they were like mm-hmm. a young peer of them. Yeah. And I even think like she was talking about the way that her peers and that party group influenced her music. Right. I just wasn't an artist. I was trying to be a high school science teacher. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. that's the other thing that you have just so a different field. Yeah, yeah. And like, you're looking for inspiration for your art. And I think that that's the thing that I think about, um, that we, for whatever reason, I think it's like science or something. There's something about artistic collaboration and artistic groups that as a scientist, you're so devoid of, Mm -hmm. understanding because a lot of the energy is through things you can't study. It's through emotion. It's through like sometimes even just networking and like these things that you're just like, this feels like bullshit or bad or even people who are like, you have to, it's not expressive. And I remember you used to find like, artistic space is really pretentious because you thought everyone was pretentious. But it's like, no, like, you know, Bjork would have been in a thousand rooms with pretentious people, mm. but that doesn't mean Bjork isn't there. But that's right. sometimes the rooms you have to be in. To, to find f- the other Yeah, and there are yeah. obviously in any setting going to be people who are yeah. more or less, but I think we've had an aversion to like the cool factor that sometimes people can put on. Yeah, that's
0: always been for me what it is is yeah. like try and that happens even in the space we're in now. It's like any space. Like you have to. How do you see There's through? Not that much cool
1: factor in science. No, right? no,
0: but I even mean online. Like I just mean non-science. You're right, mm-hmm. but we're not really in like the science. Like we're science communicators. We're not like doing science. I mean, like in this like influencer like online space, which oh, I know is cringy is, and in itself. Yeah. But there still are people who are trying to be like, who's the one who's like cool like i'm a chamberlain yeah, and yeah. Or, or, i don't even mean her but um, there's always these levels of like <laughs> what are the currencies
1: that people are using to like have clout above other people yeah i think the reason i bring up science is that when we were in university studying science we would enter these spaces where there literally was no such thing as cool factor do you know mm-hmm. what i mean like yeah. everyone like and i i no loved one it was, it was so yeah. democratizing to be like I'm not kidding. Like everyone here is such a fucking nerd. Like it yeah. was the most You didn't beautiful. have to feel insecure about how cool you were. I'm, or. And it's like, I don't know what the science is behind this, but like every <laughs> professor is like, well, how are you? Like literally you're like, wait, why do you sound like a nerd? Like even the like, like it's Janet Wood, who we love, mm-hmm. she had like that science teacher voice. Yeah. Then I would go into my art classes and it was completely different. It was like, holy shit. It's literally about cool factor. What you mm-hmm. wear to class like you your like yeah. professor because your professor looks fucking cool. Like mm. my professors were giving me mushrooms. Like I'm not going to say <laughs> which ones, but it's like, you know what I mean? Like, so I think that being in the science space didn't help
0: like expose you yeah. to
1: be like okay i have to change totally. my the way i judge this other space yeah
0: no that's fair yeah no i was definitely and i and i was just like always introverted and like, like i don't like the word conservative i'm not a conservative person i don't know what the right way to describe no no, is. But, I, no like, but you
1: you were you were particularly conservative in your younger age yeah right. but i
0: don't like, like that word i'm looking for another word no I'm not sorry but like
1: no no but how do you take conservative out of its political ideology yeah like, you exactly weren't interested like um, in
0: that's why i'm like introverted's also not the yeah. right word even though i am it was like
1: no but it was you weren't interested in like you didn't want to like radically change your environment mm, or yeah. your thoughts yeah yeah, like, yeah
0: anyways um, oh my god bjork. Effect, but that's the type of started.
1: conversation it will spark i love bjork so much. i love her so much i actually could start crying out. <laughs> it's <laughs> unbelievable it's unbelievable and it's
0: and it, the fact oh. that she doesn't get sad <laughs> what seasonal affective disorder oh
1: my god i was like she does have you not heard about <laughs> the album
0: <laughs> oh the fact that she does get sad yeah the breakup album we got to that one no oh my i'm god. just on vespertine Oh, I love it. We that have exposure. to stop talking. Okay, about it. Yeah, okay talk about wow, up.
1: wow. Oh, my God. Okay, so guys, get a goddamn UV light. Okay, <laughs> yeah, like that's what we're going <laughs> to talk about now. Like how to manage it. <laughs> no, okay. Well, okay, let's talk about how to manage it because mm-hmm. I really feel like I've turned a leaf for myself at least. Okay, being? It's, it's Eat fish? Um, no, <laughs> no, it is finding like finding um, a winter sport and I think mm, the oh, easiest way to do it would be to like actually... Getting a good pair of boots if and you, going if you, on a hike in the park. Oh, I see. Because you may not. Not everyone gets a lot of snow either. You could. No, no. It's thinking like if it snows, you go to the park, as opposed to if it snows, you stay home. That is something that, like, fair. I think is a really. But good I advice. think
0: trying to find a way to make it an activity as well that feels yeah. unique that you can't because just going to the park if you're used to only doing that in the summer, could feel like a chore. It's going to be harder. It's going to be more uncomfortable. You than mean the find summer. something
1: more unique, like do yeah, it. Yeah, or somewhere skiing.
0: else. Like, cause when I want to say
1: jumping into the lake, which I love to do too, but it's like that might be a lot for people. That is a lot. But it makes It's not happy.
0: like we don't really go to like
1: the same
0: parks that we do in the summer. Like you said you, did go, you do go skiing in High Park. I don't Oh, really. you mean like going to Algonquin Park? Yeah, or like making it more of a thing. Yeah. Of like, I'm going to go do this winter activity. Yeah. Even honestly around... Like Christmas or holidays, like having those kind. I think most people are fine up until like January because yeah. they have all these like traditions and yeah. cute ways to be like, Oh, I'm gonna have my mulled wine and I'm gonna sit by a fire and we're gonna go outside and have outdoor fires and a yeah. market." And then January, February come in, you're like, "It's just yeah. cold and yeah." So it is like building in tradition and like activities that yeah. you can be like only can happen then
1: and i think that what kind what but. is interesting too about that is that the ritual pre-christmas or whatever holiday you decide to partake in um is rooted a lot in like the drinking the partying the fun mm-hmm. but what i also think is important about the it snows, you go outside. It snows, you go to the park. Whatever the easiest version of that is, is that I think a lot of people go. Okay, it's winter. That's when we get to stay in, watch a movie, drink yeah. at home, right. and that's what seasonal affective disorder is mm. is getting exacerbated by, which is isolation right. and not. It's like some of these studies saying not physical activity. Oh so yeah, it's that like was one of the biggest that, ones. Yeah, on the management is like physical activity as helps outside
0: of seasonal yeah. affective disorder as well as like has been a really useful tool yeah. like that. Doctors and medical professionals can literally like, yeah. Uh, what do you say? Prescribe as well. Yeah, exactly. As so, like a, a highly useful treatment towards seasonal effects. And
1: I think that's when it becomes a challenge and what I've turned a new leaf on is being like, it isn't going to be something you're going to want to do, mm. but you're going to feel the benefits later which is obviously yeah. like the hardest thing for humans like it's like that's what climate change is we yeah. don't want to
0: deal with it because it doesn't feel good at first yeah but, but then then the, the like, after effect the long term yeah it's better for you it's like i kind of are that's why it's got to come down to habits for individuals i'm not talking about climate change i'm talking about mm-hmm. this it's like you can never overcome your desire to not go to the gym and yeah. stay at home yeah until you build a habit of doing it so much out of that you don't dislike that it, yeah. now you a, don't think about it and actually now yeah. it feels good yeah and now when you don't go you feel worse
1: and also it might be nice to just know that seasonal affective disorder happens like yeah. i remember when That's i true. thought it was bad and i didn't have i wasn't cross-country skiing and i w- i would just be like i would like just awareness, just being like, yeah. okay, I have to, to know like yeah. it's February. I'm allowed to be sad yeah. and like spring will Can come just help to know. And like things will get better. I think is mm. also obviously light, it's th- light therapy comes up a lot, right? Like there yeah. is,
0: there is evidence to show that having like a, like sometimes in, in like studies, they're actually using like these box lights that actually are really bright but you can buy like we have one at yeah. home that we never use um, I know, the adherence I, yeah. to it is is low that's the yeah. biggest complaint that exactly. you're supposed to sit in front of it for like half an hour to an hour and in
1: my head I'm like I'd rather go outside and hike that day yeah. and get my vitamin D than just sit my here in hands. front of us yeah.
0: but something I hadn't heard about before that I came across is something called dawn simulations mm-hmm. that oh, are more like, successful uh, wow. than lights and basically what it does is like for half an hour to two hours like in the morning before you even wake up it's like systems of like obviously this is a type of investment i don't know if it's just in studies or if you can buy things for this but it was like you know having lights gradually get brighter over time to make it seem like a sun's rising um and having alarms coordinated in a way that Mm. like slowly get you up in a way that, that yeah it's like that
1: if you go to a gorgeous Swedish hotel- You know what no, used bad. to happen?
0: What? On the Big Brother house, they did that. Wow, <laughs> or if you go to the gorgeous Big Brother house. <laughs> they would like, in the morning, it would be like 10 or 15 minutes of the lights like slowly getting brighter. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Wait, and then the oh vo- my God. but then a voice would go. The- good morning house guests time to wake up and it was just like That's shock hell. you out of it it was those like
1: you probably had seasonal defective surgery <laughs> yeah we couldn't like, touch the sun but like twice a sun? week yeah oh my god
0: oh on my the american god. one they have a backyard and it's in the summer so they actually get real some but on the canadian one it's like two days out of the
1: week you can go into the backyard and it's in the middle of winter i mean they probably want you to be <laughs> depressed and anxious in that show right probably. Probably <laughs> okay well we hope you're coping yeah. get outside yes. do your best and just know that it is real Mm-hmm. thanks for listening and we'll uh,
0: chat to you soon i'll awesome. this message comes from bof sponsor ebay you'll know real when you get it it'll say ebay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it maybe it's a head-turning handbag a watch that says it all